So we have a the Pop Culture Workshop podcast, and it yeah. basically talks about all things, obviously, pop culture in yeah. the world of television, movies, what to look forward to, what's coming out. And so last week, San Diego Comic, and I don't think people realize just how big Comic-Con has become, right? Yeah. Comic-Con started very small, but the San Diego, and there's Comic-Cons around the country, right? They make stops around the country, but San Diego Comic-Con is the Comic-Con. That's big one. Here comes big one. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And so all the big studios try to find a way to make a big splash while at Comic-Con, okay? Hall H is the hall that everybody makes their big presentations. Yeah. And this year was no different. Comic-Con is a, is a huge thing. So the the two big Hall H presentations were going to be on Saturday. Comic-Con ran from Thursday, kind of started in earnest, through Sunday. There were some more streaming-centered presentations in Hall H on Friday. You had the Dungeons & Dragons new movie. They're trying to jumpstart that franchise yeah. again. Uh, an interesting perspective I had with uh, Eric Davis. I talked to him from Fandango.com. If you remember, Mike, and also we used to talk to him all the time. I still do every week podcast that. You can find that online as well. Uh, and you can find it during Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment. 8 a.m. on Saturdays. And he made an interesting point about the Dungeons and Dra uh, D Dragons upcoming movie. It is, it is through Paramount, yeah. right? But Dungeons and Dragon Dragons is getting increased interest because of Stranger Things from Netflix. So how does Paramount take that and try to weave that into the promotion? Because it's going to be imperative for them to hit those younger kids who are fans of Stranger Things yeah. to get them then to move in to go to their movie. Maybe the, the trailer for uh, the Dungeons & Dragons movie will be like, wow, these things we're seeing in our campaign sure are strange and unusual. So, I mean, they're not going to do that. but like. yeah, So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see how they weave that in and out and how when that movie finally comes out, the Dungeons & Dragons one, I think it comes out next year at some yeah. point. If you're going to see a bunch of kids with Hellfire Club shirts Maybe. going to see it, you never know. You never know. So, and you know, there's there's so much you can do with Dungeons and Dragons. There is, there is. It, I mean, um, limitless possibilities. So that was on Thursday, and then we had some of the streaming services, and we'll get to that. But the big day was Saturday, and you had Warner Brothers, who have the DC Universe, which has been a mess for a very long time. Yeah. And so at CinemaCon. Earlier in Las Vegas, that's just for cinema owners and stuff. It's not as a big an event. Warner Brothers had shown some footage of the Flashpoint movie, yeah. okay, which is supposed to reset. It's gonna. It's basically the Warner Brothers version of the multiverse. They did not even mention that in their presentation at Ooh. Hall H. They went Black Adam, which yeah. is the Rock's anti-hero movie. And he made an amazing And he entrance. made an amazing entrance, dresses Black Adam, lightning strike and everything. It's The Rock, man. Oh, he's yeah, always going to go it. over the top. Yeah. So they talked about that, and then they talked about... So that's coming out in October. Then they talked about Shazam! Fury of the Gods, which is a, a lighter fare within the DC universe. And that's coming out around Christmas. Yeah. That was it. They did not talk any further projects. They did not show any of Flashpoint. They didn't mention the new Aquaman movie. Oh, with the Snyderverse coming back? They did not mention <laughs> they kidding. did not mention that as well. No. <laughs> and it could be, and I talked to Eric Davis about this, because the fact with the Flashpoint, 
Ezra Miller is just God, an absolute mess. You, uh, I, I'm I'm wondering if they're re-editing the movie so Ezra's in as little of it as possible, or they kill him at the end and they're like, we have a new Flash, and it's the guy from the CW show. Yeah, Greg Austin does a fantastic yeah, job I, as a Flash I mean, on the CW show. I mean, is it ain't looking any better for Ezra. And the problem with Aquaman 2 is Amber Heard and the yeah. Amber Heard Johnny Depp stuff. So they don't want to Warner Brothers went, we're just going to narrow our focus. We're just going to focus on the now and hope that the noise surrounding the other two big projects we have coming out goes away and we can kind of wow people later on down the road. If they really wanted to make money on hate watching, they could put Ezra Miller and Amber Heard in a movie together. Oh, God, yeah. And that would be... <laughs> so, that was, so that was underwhelming Saturday morning. Yeah. Then Marvel came in Saturday evening on Hall H. And what have we heard? If you're a Marvel fan or even if you're not a Marvel fan, tertiary, you've been hearing a lot of people just have not been into this this particular phase of Marvel on phase four. Like you had the Infinity Saga that happened. Endgame was huge. Biggest movie. It still gives me goosebumps thinking about I, you know, I'm trying a big... to recapture that. Is, and and it's difficult to do. So a lot of people were questioning, you know, you hear all the write ups because we love we love to see. An underdog, and I don't want to say Marvel was an underdog, but the rising of, of Marvel came out of nowhere, I mean, right? Su- it was a great superhero start. Superhero movies were like a niche for a long time. Right, and so we'd like to see that, but immediately when you hit a certain amount of success, our society and our media loves to tear you down oh, as soon as they can. Yeah. Like, So every misstep, the Eternals was not great, so every misstep was like, uh, superhero overload, blah, 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 whatever it may be. All these negative pieces. And Marvel realized that. And so Marvel came out Saturday night and Kevin Feige just mic-dropped everybody. They were like, okay, Phase 4 is going to end with Wakanda Forever, which the trailer mm. just hits you in the God. feels because of what happened to Chadwick Boseman. Get your tissues ready when you see that. Right. And then they're like, okay, so that's going to end Phase 4. By the way, here's pretty much the entirety of Phase 5. And, oh, here's a little bit of Phase 6. So they gave you everything between now and 2025. They announced two Avengers movies coming out in 2025, Avengers Kang Dynasty, which means that's going to be your big baddie, uh, and also uh, Avengers Secret War. That's going to be coming out. So that's going to end Phase 6, which ends up ends the multiverse saga. Yeah. And so they base and Feige said going forward, that's going to be the way they are. Whereas in the first how many movies of Marvel, they sprinkled in Avengers movies within the phases. From now on going forward, it's going to be like the Infinity Saga where you're going to end the particular saga, that particular how many phases make it up with the Avenger movies. Mm. And so though that was the announcement. And it was just kind of like they just they just put the Trump, the Trump card down, pardon the pun, and just like, okay, this is how we do things now. Yeah. And then they kind of explained a way to some of the Marvel fans that phase four was all about introductions. We we have because these characters that you knew and loved with Endgame, some of those are, actors aren't coming back. You're not going to see Chris Evans. You're not going to see. So we had to introduce you to a whole new group that you're now going to be invested in going forward. So now that you know where we're headed, come along in this journey with us. Yeah, a uh, lot, <laughs> lot there. Yeah, it, brilliance, I mean, right? Yeah. Marvel knows what they're doing. And and they do it so well. They're just a fine-oiled machine. Uh, The biggest thing for me to come out of it was when all that announcement, you're going to get Fantastic Four finally in the hands of Marvel, so you're not going to get another crappy Fantastic Four movie. You're going to get the Silver Surfer, or the the recent one was really bad. But there is the multiverse, and part of me wants to see, 
part of me wants to see Chris Evans and Michael B. Jordan both come back as a human torch in a multiverse Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. And also still play their other ones, Killmonger and Captain America. But that's just me. I'm I'm super nerdy about all of this. The other thing was that uh, Daredevil is going to come back. Daredevil was very successful on Netflix. Those have now been assimilated into the MCU uh, owned by Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Daredevil's now going to get an 18-episode series. A lot of these Marvel series have only been six episodes. Yeah. Daredevil Born Again is going to get 18 like episodes. Three seasons. That's like you. a full-on network television series. Yeah. And so I'm interested to see how all that plays out as yeah. well. You got She-Hulk. She-Hulk comes out August 17th. So Speaking we'll of Daredevil, because these the Daredevil of, shows up and he's teased in it. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. And then for those who are kind of tired of the of the superhero stuff, there's a Lord of the Rings prequel. Series coming to Amazon Prime, and yeah. they put a bunch of bank into that. Oh, that. It looks amazing. And then there's a Game of Thrones prequel mm. series also coming out.